welcome back to another episode of the Expedition Cinema Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy. Today, I'm joined again by my good friend, Spencer. Spencer, second week in a row. Second week. Uh, Barely even a week, honestly, between <laughs> filming. Yeah. Shooting. Um, filming. So recording. happy to have you back. Uh, uh, how you doing? You know, good. Good. You excited to talk Barbara? Uh, the, the, the event of the summer, of event course. Of the summer. Yeah, yeah. I saw it employee screening. Then mm-hmm. I saw it a week later. Mm-hmm. By myself, then I saw it with my mom, mm. and then I saw it with my roommate. Mm. Seeing it with mom, how? Uh, I actually, yeah, I want to, I want to kind of jump into the 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 four different viewings. Like, what were, what was different about <laughs> okay. them? You know, based so on the first who was one, around you. <laughs> so the first one was like my two best friends of all time, mm. Emily and Luca. Two of them. The other one, my other friend Serene, couldn't make it that night. I can't mm. remember why, but then I would have had to use an SEC card been a whole thing yeah. it, would, it would have been a whole thing and i would have been like don't play with me mm. to malachi but and you because it's, Bar- probably... it, it's barbie i mean i would have been like whatever you, you would have know? been like because well, it's barbie i don't it's barbie i'm but not gonna i'm not gonna gatekeep my... barbie i mean yes so <laughs> we were it was me emily luca i was sitting with someone i was really close with over the summer well like employee wise yeah and we were all just having a time I'm like laughing at every moment. That's funny because I'm also pretty like I was I wasn't I was kind of spun out on a monster at that point. Oh, like okay. I just had I had just had Waffle House with mm-hmm. Luca and with my two friends. Yeah, I'm gonna stop saying their names now. And then okay. um, <laughs> then we went to a scary gas station. A word, okay. And we got monsters. <laughs> So and I had a coffee at the at the Waffle House. And this is like this is an employee screen, so it was it was what? It was like midnight. It was midnight. <laughs> I did we didn't get I personally because I had to mm. drop them off. I picked them up. Yeah. I did not get home until like three AM. Mm, yeah. Mm. But do I care? Uh, no. No <laughs> Of course not. Absolutely not. So how how would that how did that kind of differ when you, you watched it like with your mom? Like how okay. how was that different? Well, <laughs> I want to get into the part where I was so, like, I was on all my medication the mm-hmm. first viewing. Yeah. And I was also on caffeine the first viewing. And yeah. the only person that <laughs> cried was my friend Emily. But that's because she doesn't see movies. She doesn't watch oh. movies. So, Barbie, which you think is going to be a giggle fest. And, and, it's and it, was. Very, it was. It was. But it's also very existential. Yes. Yes. Very uh, much so. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know why we didn't think of this last week, but I can, I'm just going to take the bell off the door. She's going to take the bell off the door, you guys. But, yeah, it was so... It was crazy and whack. Cuckoo bananas. The first viewing. Because the whole time I was laughing, and another big part of me... Hello, viewers at home. Um, <laughs> I am a K-pop stan, mm-hmm. so there were a lot of moments. Like, for example, one of the songs had a K-pop girl group singing it, 50-50... Which I should not be saying their name because boycott. But uh, no, it's not that. It's their company. Mm, 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 mm. They're great people, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Um, <laughs> but the the Ken dancing scene that's very oh, reminiscent was, of oh, like a promotion okay. of that they do in K-pop called Studio Choom. And mm. me and my friend were smacking each other the whole time because <laughs> it's such a like. Anyways, after smacking, like ten minutes after, my friend's like sobbing in her chair. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't she couldn't do it it was so yeah it, it hits really randomly like yes. it, it does and it you're right it's it is giggly for a, a good portion a good of portion it. and then it gets... but yeah it just like uh, eventually Greta Gerwig starts to show who you know the humanity the humanity. humanity in it and she like pops in these little 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 snippets of, yes here you have a cry you have a cry <laughs> you have a oh that's happened to me before yeah yeah um uh, but Second time, mm. saw it without my meds, saw it by myself, mm-hmm. cried really hard because I didn't cry the first time. Mm-hmm. And so when you're watching it again, I'm like at our workplace, yeah, shaking. I mean, and I'm like walking out, I'm like, I'm gonna drive home. I mean, th- those are, um, I mean, just the movies that stick with you for a while, the ones yeah. that, that, that attach itself to you emotionally mm-hmm. and really just kind of nail you. <laughs> We're oh not boy. laughing at that. No, we're boy, laughing at boys the dog. feeling it. Boys feeling it. Oh, 
poor guy. And then he wa- he watched Barbie with me this morning. I, I rewatched it. <laughs> right before he felt it. He felt it mm. in his bones. He had. I to. did not wake up until an hour uh, before Bill- I had to be here because <laughs> I did not want to. Fair enough. But Billie Eilish got to him. She got, oh she my god! Him. She got to me too. <laughs> also, probably one of the best soundtracks in a movie for a while. Yeah. So that that was one of the questions I have for you, actually. Like I know there's a a ton of like quality of the design the characters the story but you know how big of a part do you think that the soundtrack played in kind of bringing this film to fruition i feel like okay to be honest i feel like they could have featured the songs a little bit more like the one they really only featured was the dance pink dance the night away yeah and what was i made for which three great songs true true but like I would have loved to hear more of um, a Carol G song whenever they got into Venice Beach. Like it was like a snippet. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were gone. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I did like um, one of the the ones I don't think get talked about enough, or is the the run song whenever. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, running. Speed Drive by yeah, Charlie XCX. Yeah. I think that's that one of the best songs on the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, it was such a good song. I yeah, really, really also, like that they song. did not. Mm-hmm. Pink Panthers' this song, which was a banger. Mm. Y'all did not feature that enough. No, no. Johnny, I, I, baby, I, I did it. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> I said that one. Uh, there was uh, this other one. Oh, man, I can't remember. Oh, it was the, the one that played during the credits, like uh, immediately after. Oh, literally. Yeah. I spy, I Barbie World. Yeah. I spice yeah. Nicki Minaj. I kind of felt like that was going to be, I don't know, sprinkled throughout. I don't know. I thought that they were going to use it. I think more. it's kind of like time back to the last episode it's yeah. kind of like olivia rodrigo's can't catch me now um, where it was the big draw to like oh my god big artist it's the marketing it's the marketing it's part. the marketing mm. but anyways third time i saw with my mom yeah love her shout out to my mother love you i'm not gonna mm. say your name um good call <laughs> i just don't want to say my mom's that's, name that's fair that's fair uh, like, <laughs> just her first name mm. mrs denko mm. love you mm. um but so, yeah it was, it, she was like, she didn't, I don't think she cried, but mm. she was like, well, the time before, God, I really hope she doesn't listen to this. Actually, you know what? I hope she does listen to this with my dad. Mm. <clears throat> Speak uh, your truth. <laughs> so apparently my dad's friends had gone to go see Barbie, mm-hmm. all frat boys. Mm-hmm. So you're like, Lord. Yeah. And a few of them are not so frat boy E. I don't know how to say that but like they're not super frat like boy adjacent ma- frat boy adjacent they're not super <laughs> that like they understand a lot but all of them came out of the movie and mm. they were like this was a movie I hate men eat all men and I I heard that and I was like oh so they must have left the theater yeah done a line of coke and then came back because <laughs> that is simply not what the movie's about yeah yeah oh also big disclaimer Jeremy mm. and I are not assigned females at birth we're not we're not so no, not at all <laughs> um of course we are not experts on this i'm not going to sit here and say this movie affected me more yeah. than a lot of people yes yeah, while course. it affected me it, mm-hmm. i i don't know what it's like to grow up as a woman yeah. so of course i'm like in you mentioning that reaction that uh his friends had had you know i I did have that question in and that, you know, you and I, we don't identify as female in any way. Like, I don't know. We, we still both cry <laughs> like a ton. I at it. Like, why, why do you think it still elicits that reaction? Cause because it is obviously a, a movie that is really made to have uh, women feel seen yeah. in, in all stages of life. So, you know, why do you think that? I know exactly why. Like I know exactly why. Because mm. we both are very, mm. not like, not, I would say attached yeah attached to fe- woman figures in our in our life oh, very, my very mom true. is like yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite people of all time and yeah. most of my friends are women so like yeah yeah it's like it's seeing it through there yeah perception. it's like putting yourself in their shoes yeah and i don't like the i'm not gonna say i don't like that because i feel like it was a much needed thing yeah yeah but some men mm. didn't really think to go and think about like for example if their girlfriend had bought brought them mm. and they were like i don't know he's freaking stupid yeah like you did not think to yourself is this what this person feels like yeah like you yeah, know it's ah! it's really just a it's just this this test of empathy and like me growing up with uh, just mom, grandma, and sister. It, it always nails me at the end. That that quote that uh, it stayed my favorite through the whole 
Like I've I've watched this movie a couple times. Um, I don't I think three maybe four. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. But um, that that quote that uh, Rio Parman says at the very end, uh, "We mothers stand still so that our daughters can look back and see how far they've come." Like that <laughs> that that still that still nails me. It's it's you know is is do you have a quote like that from the movie that that, you, um, that kind of stuck with you? It's not a quote. Okay, it's a speech. America Ferrera's oh, speech. Yeah, because yeah. that doesn't even. Like, it's about womanhood and sisterhood. That could apply to anyone, to be honest. Yeah, yeah it can. Mm-hmm. It, it can apply to anyone that really just... It's just... It's how life works now. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of, like... It, it's interesting the way that they develop Sasha and uh, Gloria together yeah. in the movie. And, and Sasha's rant in the school when uh, uh, Barbie comes to see her for the first yeah. time. Like, it's cruel, sure, uh, and you know the framing of the moment definitely makes us feel sorry for Barbie and make us maybe slightly dislike Sasha a little bit right out the gate, um, but she's right. Like so, like I don't know. Do you do you think that you know dolls like Barbie kind of did help create that unrealistic standard, or do you think it more kind of veered on the the edge of it's inspiration? Both. It's it's a double edged sword. Yeah, especially because in the movie they touch on it. Ken is completely superfluous. Yeah, she she says that. <laughs> she Literally, says that. she says that he's completely su- superfluous because mm. Barbie was Barbie. Yeah, like she was a fashion doll at first, and then they built off of her, and she was a woman, a single, a single household. Yeah, a woman mm. who had a corporate job, and she had her own apartment by 1960, 64. Mm. So, like, while it is inspiring, because yeah. again. Going down the line, there's Barbies who are, um, like, I mean, they, they can do anything. That you opening sequence anything. says it explicitly, Literally. yeah, and it shows. But there's also the, like, there's the negative side of it where it's like, they want me to look like Barbie. Yeah. They want an unrealistically small waist. Yeah. Boobs. Mm. Like, it's sad. At the end of the day, you have to be perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm not really qualified to talk about this. That's fair, but that's I fair. love this I, movie. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it it is still a, like a a really special movie, even even though we, you know, can't like I I don't feel validated by seeing it as an experience that I have. But mm-hmm. like we said, we I feel it validated through other people that I you know intimately know in my normal life yes i feel like that is one of the main takeaways that a lot of for lack of a better term men really should have taken away Mm. you don't have to feel validated but the fact that that movie validated so many people that like with that you have a good relationship with yeah you should at least have the empathetic (laughs) quality to be like i understand yeah. This is not a movie about kill all men. Because also, yeah. there is a moment of this movie where men are included. That's true. That's and we true. will get into that later. <laughs> Trust! Um, I, I will say that, uh, like, Ken, Ken he obviously, he, he, we get to the real world, and he sees this as, like, this... He sees the world place men at the center of it after feeling marginalized for so long in Barbie land. So, you know, how... You think there's any validity to that that feeling, or is it kind of more just a story device that you know Greta Gerwig uses to accentuate female development in the movie? No, I think it is. I think it's very important. Yeah, because <laughs> at the it's not just for story progression yeah. for Barbie and the um, lost the word, but <laughs> it's not just a story device. Yeah, because. Yeah. Ken also has his own story in yeah. Barbie, and that is... I think that, that goes that goes over so many people's head. No. So many it's literally head. about like, toxic masculinity and yeah. how it... Like, yes, women are objectively affected by toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. but the group of people that are the most affected by toxic masculinity are men. Yeah. Because they make it, and yeah. those devices, they realize they have to be a man. Yeah yeah and it's 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 weird to see well i guess weird is the wrong word it's it's really engaging to see it like trivialized so much yes but even uh, even though it's trivialized so much like it doesn't make it unrelatable or outlandish like 
uh, Greta Gerwig took the parts that are really satirical about masculinity <laughs> and, like, and uses it to signify and, and still it goes over men's head that it's like this is a satirized version of toxic masculinity like you are the like, joke this <laughs> you are the punchline i don't i just i can't fathom that reaction how did it. you not yeah. get that yeah for like, example <laughs> big trucks yeah gym horses horses <laughs> mini fridges mini fridges beers Beer, brewski beers brewski beers <laughs> motor doja casa houses <laughs> and then the the cherry of it all those ugly ass fur coats oh yeah the the don't the, give me the sylvester stallone experience the faux mink or whatever it was like it i don't just, think it was faux mink. oh no. at least when he wore it well no probably not ken I mean, absolutely the, like the 80s yeah yeah <laughs> probably not the fact that y'all did not get that embarrassing yeah that loses me a lot um oh and then whenever mm. he's like oh so you aren't doing patriarchy very well and he's like no we are we're just keeping it under wraps we're doing it very well <laughs> like, like yeah are you kidding yeah. of course that's a joke <laughs> that is a literal jab at men yeah yeah and the fact that you didn't go huh, that's funny yeah i mean it's that that's Ugh. the thing of like you know going into the movie i think that's what's really interesting about the the power of perception the power of like the marketing and media that kind of goes into movie watching now because i think a solid portion of those men that came out disliking barbie for that reason went into barbie expecting to dislike it for its excessive femininity and you know wokeness that you know is just so disgustingly tossed in to every argument online like i was just about to say something about my tongue oh oh the, it would it would be very political <laughs> mm. and i don't want to get political in mm. expedition cinema mm. i mean you can at films okay political. fine okay. okay if you if, if you hated barbie right. if you hated barbie i'm automatically assuming you're part of the right wing i mean sorry i mean that's that's a that's a fair assumption i that's I a think, fair generalization you know, i would say um you know oh, they're sorry they're a man is... if you are a man who hated <laughs> I also hit my, <laughs> my knee. Yeah, because I, I will say my, my sister was um, one of the more interesting cases. Uh, coming out of the movie, she didn't really enjoy Barbie all that much. And you know afterwards, I was like, you know, why, why didn't you really enjoy it that much? And you know me being so combative about it because yeah. I enjoyed it so much, I was like, oh, it's because oh, I was because you don't like the representation that was in the movie and she's like no i just didn't vibe with it as much i don't know like it real it just was just like a, a random i didn't really vibe with the movie that much and i don't know I, I felt like that was almost the flip side that i went into the movie thinking that it was going to be so inclusive and you know me i enjoy inclusivity in film so you know whenever that is a main portion of the reason I'm going to see a film uh, or a main reason that the film's popular, I automatically assume and bump up the score like a lot. So I don't, I don't know. It, it kind of affected the way that I viewed it too. Um, you want to go like from the start? I'm, I'm eager to, to ask you some questions about the people in this movie. Yeah, I'm actually really ready. I was literally like, I think I was listening to the soundtrack on the way here. <laughs> I was. And then I was like, I'm bored. And then I went to take my crate album. Mm. But fair. Listen to Think Later by Tate McCree. I know I'm not. It's not paid, but y'all need to listen to that. Um, I did want to ask. Uh, so, obviously, Margot Robbie as as Barbie, insanely good. Insanely um, good. Was she my favorite performance? No. No, that's what I wanted to ask you. Is you know I know that there are the obvious sung heroes like Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling in this movie. Who who do you think was? The most underrated Ken and the most underrated Barbie for you. Most underrated Ken? Simu. Yeah. Simu, you think so? Okay. Oh, no, but yes. <laughs> because I really feel like Simu, even in the very beginning, mm -hmm. was very kind of, he was kind of already written to do that, like, the satirical take on toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. So I really think that his performance was very underrated for that point. Mm. I also am in love with him. Mm. Hi! That's a, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's fair. This is just fair. back to top life. Are you kidding? And so Sam Claflin. Sam Claflin. I'm still available, babe. <laughs> still looking for Sam Claflin. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> what? But, uh, what about Barbie? My, mm. There's. I mean, obviously, there's. A ton. I'm gonna say. <laughs> mm, 
It's between two. Okay. Who, who are they? Emma Mackey's. Okay, yeah. And then I think Issa Rae's. Yeah. Those are yeah. my two. <laughs> my my uh, underrated Barbie was Issa Rae, and my, um, my underrated Ken was uh, Shitigatwa, who is just in the background for a majority of this film, but... You know, watching him in Sex Education, and then absolutely watching him make that transition to here in this enormous feature film, it's just so satisfying. To I see. love him. Like I'm him so and watching Emma, Emma Mackey four. too. Like oh my yeah, gosh, Emma Mackey too. So excited, like to to just see them on screen, and they didn't disappoint whatsoever. They, yeah, they but Emma Mackey's kind of building it up. Yeah, because she did uh, Murder on the Nile. Death on the Nile. Uh, Death on the Nile. Yeah, yeah. She was in Death on the Nile movie. No, but you know she was. She She was. was She's making her way up. Yeah, yeah. That's my girl. And Margot Robbie's twin. Apparently, give it up for give it up for Emma Mackey. I I like Emma Mackey a lot. Um, I really feel like my favorite scene Mm -hmm. was she was like, "Why am I in a dress?" (laughs) And she she was like, "Pants." Yes. (laughs) <laughs> like are you kidding it's so really that's so me yeah um and then simu at the very also Issa Rae, she just had some fucking banger lines she and did they, they weren't appreciated mm. for example barbie the president's here you're welcome yes it's the little things it's, it's like that things. and it was she the... the only cuss word in this movie yes <laughs> that was it because it's ours motherfucker like are you kidding <laughs> So yeah, I, did, I did love that moment a lot. That was super satisfying to watch. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. For for her, I, I really like just the way that she has her presence felt yes. in the movie. Even in the, the choreography of Dance the Night, like she, she finds her it. way into this really central role yeah. and like makes sense. She's the president, but you know, going to the movie, we assume that Margot Robbie being the stereotypical Barbie, she's gonna take that role and like yeah. be the central character. I like how they kind of layered in Issa yeah. Rae to take a little bit of that spotlight. I am going to say she did not get enough like for the amount that she was like she was one of the big names yeah. on the yeah. press tour there was, was really not a lot of screen time for her and that no. kind of upset me because yeah. I was really I was like Issa Rae's going to come in here mm. she's going to knock that shit act, like shit out of the park yeah and she didn't really get that much screen time yeah I think that's that's something that uh Barbenheimer, uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer shared in in both. That uh, I never saw Oppenheimer, and I don't plan to. That's okay. You know, it's 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 not a film for everybody, even on moral grounds of seeing it. Um, I just saw it because I love Chris Nolan and Killian Murphy. Um, but I Emily think they Blunt. they both kind of suffer from this this issue of like they have these enormous star studded casts that even like eight. 10 names down the billing list you can tell exactly who it is like just name recognition Emily Blunt yeah Lawrence Pugh yeah Killian Murphy Killian Murphy like yeah. they have the like, oh, Jack, Jack uh, Quaid I mean Jack... they have the yeah. oh, <laughs> oh my god Jack Quaid <laughs> Jack Quaid I'm also available mm. <laughs> um yeah 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 I had to think about it but you know I think that obviously there's a benefit to having so many big names in the movie, but I think one of the big drawbacks is what we experienced with Barbie in that, you know, I see Issa Rae and like Kingsley Benadir or, you know, Shuti Gatwa, Emma Mackey, and I want to see so much of them because I know that they're really good, but I can't because it's, it's a feature film and there's only so much time. Well, speaking of time, yeah, how, the, how did Oppenheimer get three hours you know, and this got an hour 50. Hey, I take it up with Greta Gerwig, okay? No, no, no. I don't want to take it up with Greta Gerwig. That's <laughs> my queenie. I'll watch a four-hour cut of Barbie. Like, no, yeah. You all don't no understand. Director's problem. cut? <laughs> like, sat, if it's five hours, bought. Bought. <laughs> swipes. Mm-hmm. Girl, it's ready. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm going to tell my brother to get me for... For Christmas, yeah, just the DVD of the, the oh they've they've got uh, actually the the 4K on on Amazon right now is like fifteen bucks. It's really not that that expensive. Like it's 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 really good. Comes with a digital code and everything. Hey, little plug for physical media. Love physical media. Um, do you have like a a Mount Rushmore of characters, like four characters that really stood the horses? Out? That's it. Just the horses? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um. Yes, I do. Yeah, just four characters that like made this film for you. Exactly. Okay. Cool. Perfect. I can work with this. Um, <laughs> Barbie, stereotypical Barbie. Of course. Presidential Barbie. Of course. Simu, Simu's Ken. Mm-hmm. Gloria. 
Gloria. Mm. I'm going to say she probably, she had my favorite performance of the whole movie. Uh, America Ferrera? Yep. So valid. Yeah, so valid. Also, it was that. <laughs> it's just America. I love America Ferrera. She's great. I think she's uh, one of the more underrated actresses. character actresses. Just, that, that I work would just right say now. actresses in Hollywood, period. Mm, that's a fair point. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has so many good films and just credits. Ugly she Betty. Does. She does. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Mm-hmm. Like, banger movies. Also, just in general, very beautiful woman. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't add to her success but i would say just in general mm. very beautiful that's another thing i really loved about this cast mm. everyone was just so beautiful that's true everyone was, was very, so beautiful was very appealing to and that that. that's that's so like shallow that's, it's that's shallow. so barbie though <laughs> like, it's barbie though that's what makes me think about sasha's uh, uh rant is i'm like i look at this cast and i'm like it's a really beautiful cast it's a very diverse cast <laughs> But it's it, it, they look. It's just beautiful people. It's just, just beautiful, beautiful people. people <laughs> Truly. 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 <laughs> like they devoured. Yeah. Eight down, some would say. So that America First character, Gloria, you know, yeah, I know. It's just, just. She's my favorite. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, why do you think it was this intentional choice to make Barbie, you know, attached to, you know, rather than a girl, you know, we see that kind of shift that surprise it's not her daughter sasha in those memories it's her you know why do you think it's important that you know greta gerwig chose to have a woman in her adulthood rather than a child to link barbie to okay this is gonna sound like a stretch Mm -hmm. but sometimes you just need an escapism hey stretch it yeah that's so that's so real maybe that's not even that big of a stretch but it's it's not because she she says that i mean she's just she's a boring literally i'm just a boring mom with a boring job with a a boring life and a daughter who hates her i feel so bad when she says that no it's so funny though like sasha please well that's another Mm. storyline between barbie and sasha but Anyways, yeah, it's, a... it's brats versus Barbie. That's the whole thing. Sasha's mm. one of the brats. Yeah, yeah. So, and she was a brat. <laughs> true, true. So she was. Yeah. But she was a cool. She was a cool brat. Like yeah. she, she had a very pivotal role. And I feel yes. like, yes. yes, I don't know. I just I like <laughs> Sasha's character a lot too. She was probably. I'll be honest. I know I should like Ryan Gosling. Okay, so if like if I could add another person to the mount rushmore mount rushmore yeah. it would honestly be a tie between sasha and ryan gosling's ken i think that's fair yeah it does... i know ryan gosling's ken should absolutely be on the mount rushmore i mean it doesn't have to be but i know, I know it, it should be but... you, you put a ken up there that's i put fine. a ken i liked simu <laughs> because i liked how he was immediately playing into the toxic yeah. masculinity of it yeah. of of ken soon to come yeah this this kind of like male rivalry like he yeah, immediately like, instigated it so yeah, immediately it's in our head that this is what the kens are representative uh, uh, for uh, sorry <laughs> kens laugh is so funny. yeah what do you that, that's uh, i was gonna ask what he your more most satisfying moments i'll jump into one of mine was that conversation that he and barbie has after the dance the night sequence. yes <laughs> I, I just think it's one of the best conversations in the whole movie <laughs> right as always it makes me laugh so hard every time and the fact that like he's just leaning in for a kiss the entire time and he leans back he's like wow she's like you could go now (laughs) you can leave um so what what were some of your most satisfying moments like or just satisfying and satiric probably when they were chasing barbie through the building that was so funny that was funny like why were they going in the grid like why was it a video game you know, I don't know. Let's go through here. It's going to be the faster way. <laughs> Boost me. Like, it's not the faster way. It never was the faster way, but it's did, funny. Also, that was speed drive. So, yeah. Added true, points. True. Did, did uh, Will Ferrell's presence bother you at all? No. Did it bother you? I don't know. Sometimes. I I, I, I think that. It's, it's because of Will Ferrell outside. Not not like because. A, of, he's not a bad person. I'm just, you know, other roles I haven't enjoyed as much. So I'm not really a big baggage. fan of his work, but I feel like he really made this role work for him. Yeah, so. I think so too. And yeah. it'd be, I am. <laughs> I am the son of a mother and the brother of a sister. I'm the nephew 
female ant. <laughs> you just it, the that that whole thing did did make me laugh. And then when he's like, and the boys are just about. Yeah, like that I, was very man. That was yeah. very man of him. And yeah. I feel like Greta Gerwig did a great job with that. I, oh, what I can't say Jezebel now. Yeah, he, like girl, that was very man of him. Yeah, because I, I think you know not only is he masculinity encapsulated, I think he's you know like half masculinity half capitalism too that's that's the perfect thing he was not a feminist yeah he no. was a, he was definitely a feminist for a capitalistic he was a, he was way a venture capitalist that's what he yes was. exactly and a lot and you know what the best part yeah the best part of that movie mm-hmm. the, the more satisfying parts was mm-hmm. whenever he was like whenever um gloria goes up to him and she's like she pitches the idea well no okay whenever it. she was like oh no 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 it was when just someone in Barbie land was like, who the are you? Yeah. And he goes, just call me mother. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like, Mr. Mr. President, sir. Or like, a, a, I don't even know what, what she calls him, but he goes, he goes, no, please call me mother. He's like, no, thank you. No, the to. best part of that mm. was because, so I was seeing that with my friends. Yeah. And me and my this friend. Is the, the screening? Yeah, mm-hmm. me and my friend Emily are really big fans of Drag Race, and there is a song by RuPaul called "Call Me Mother," mm-hmm. and so we listened to that on the way home. <gasps> what the lights just turned on again? Yeah, um, <laughs> two o'clock. Two every, o'clock every day, and I was like, Ugh. like mm-hmm. we were like laughing so hard mm-hmm. while listening to that. Anyways, yeah, it, it not our plug for RuPaul. Fuck you, RuPaul. But. <laughs> shit okay true not true. a great person yeah not 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 particular i mean i mean reality show hosts in general i'm not, I'm not well i mean she's done a lot of... for the queer community and the drag community i cannot lie there that that's fair to is say. she a great even person in, even no. just in terms of visibility yeah you know but no yeah. not a great person at all by any no. means my um what, one of the moments that like really stuck with me was the the bus stop scene um with the uh older woman yes you remember yeah it just i you know, I, I think it's it's really great and important to see you know elderly women get a nod. You know, not just in terms of their, you know, memory or experience value, but you know, even if it is somewhat cheap in their aesthetic value too. You know, do you think that there was any kind of you know groupings uh, of women that you know, you feel weren't glaringly underrepresented in the movie? Like, did, was anything kind of missing for you? <laughs> there's a lot i should i did not send spencer any of these questions <laughs> oh yeah going to this fully unprepared i did not get an outline like i did for the hunger no, games but yet again i did not <laughs> i did it i didn't go by the outline in the last episode and that's okay, an hour 45 know. minutes like girl calm down it worked it worked you know? it worked i listened to it three times you guys you guys should go listen to that episode but we're but we're talking about barbie yeah barbie um i would say honestly Say the group of black women really weren't represented. Yeah, like there was not a lot of draw to that. Yeah, yeah. Like they had Barbies, but Mm -hmm. were they represented outside of Barbie Land? Mm -hmm. No, not really. And I, I do think that that's one of the bigger and I don't know, really only criticisms I've seen a lot of this movie that I felt were somewhat valid. That it's kind of centered around this straight white female experience that. You know, I, I just don't really feel like a, a lot of other perspectives kind of etched out yeah. their, their niche in the movie. And I kind of, I don't know, I, I made me feel a little, and a little bit weird coming out of it. Absolutely. I am going to say that being a woman is hard, mm. but being a black woman in America is like... It's, it's incredibly it's, difficult. It's so difficult. I'm not going to sit here and act like... I have an experience. I know I mean, obviously what it's like. <laughs> I am a white... I am a white assigned male at birth. Like, mm. but I just... From what I've seen, from what I've read online, mm-hmm. the horror stories I've heard from friends, like it's, yeah, it is difficult. Yeah, it is not even difficult. Probably one of the worst experiences, mm. or like, like I would just, because mm. it's, I mean, it's uh, something that you know we had uh, one of the Barbies in the the very you know first few moments of the movie. You know, we get that really kind of quick paced, but you know, lasting. Uh, lesson uh, at the Supreme Court when uh, a Barbie is basically presenting that you know 
she can express her wild emotionality and still remain rational yeah and you know it's not a drawback it's an empowerment and i think even that struggle that you know they express you know for female characters or uh, female characters for women in the real world I think it's it's dub, double fold for black yeah. women in the real world. Exactly. Like it's, it's it really is. That's that's where I feel like you know we could have we could have etched off a little bit of something. You definitely know? could have gone off more on that. Yeah, but I, I won't fault Greta Gerwig too much. She she is a white woman, so you know, hey, you know, speak speak your experience. I'm not gonna not gonna be like hey, you know, don't talk. But about we would have liked to hear a lot more experiences. That's a fair point. Yeah. I definitely would have at least. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, Barbie came out. So, so Barbie came out mid July, and we're late July. I would say late July. Yeah, like uh, July twenty first. Twenty first. We're nearing up on six months since Barbie. Shit, dog. Which is weird. I I realized that. As I, was I did not just say shit, dog. <laughs> like that shit, dog. Shit, dog. <laughs> um. So you know, how do you feel like if you rewatched it now? Do you feel like your perception would change a little bit six mm. months out now? <laughs> I, it didn't for me. So I, I just I feel before. like this is a, such an important, ooh, such an important piece of media. Yeah, it's modern media easily. Yeah, yeah, like I get Oppenheimer's. Sorry, I know we wanted to talk just about Barbie, but I get that That's Oppenheimer okay. is a very important piece of media. Yeah, but it's talking about something that's already happened. Yeah, or as Barbie is fully about. Just the struggles of being a woman. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. And it upsets me greatly that people don't see this as such a monumental piece of cinema. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, that that was one of the questions I did have for you was, you know, it's uh, going into awards season. You know, I look at Barbie and then I look at Oppenheimer. Oh, excuse me. And then I look at something like Killers of the Flower Moon. You know, yeah. No, I don't excuse you. Oh, oh, okay. I'll leave, I guess. (laughs) So you have, like, filmmakers like Martin Scorsese and uh, Christopher Nolan and then Greta Gerwig. Do you feel like Barbie's going to see a significant push in any kind of nominations or, like, awards won? Or is it going to be more of a cultural lasting impact? I really hope it's both. I think... think It will veer a little more towards cultural. cultural. I do think so, But I think it could score some wins, too. I think if anyone is going to score a win, Mm. I don't actually think it's going to be Marco. I think it might be America. Really? That's Because her... Mm. I'm getting emotional. But, like, that speech. Yeah. That definitely is, like, not even just a cultural thing. Yeah. That is such an important scene in Mm. all of cinema. Yeah. That, like, best supporting role. Mm -hmm. Definitely that deserves to be there. Yeah. And I think that's that's where this differs from a movie like Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon because although in those two movies what happens to you know those two native peoples the Japanese as well as the Osagi or Osagi I'm not sure I'm so sorry if I mispronounced that the Native Americans like if like those are lasting impacts but they are somewhat encapsulated in time whereas Barbie is really universal to any time period and that's that's where I really feel like it's it's differing a ton, and it could. I feel like that should carry it a little, a little further. I really hope it goes. Least. I really, really hope it does. But there are really other a lot of movies I'd like to see nominated. Yeah, and I, no, there's not. I, I swear <laughs> to God, I want. Here's the thing. Best picture, Barbie. I think it's far fetched. I'm not making a prediction. I'm just, I I'm just okay, that'd be... I hope it's nominated. Yeah, for best I, picture. I think it. I mean, if it wins, I will be astounded. I mean, even it being like. I think it. I don't know. The Academy feels like they they kind of have to it being like such a box office hit, and also just such a cultural. Yeah, like, yeah. Just they smashed it out of the park. Period. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, really there did. are some a lot. There's a lot of critiques, mm-hmm. but overall, mm-hmm. it is such a like monumental movie. It is. So it you really can't is. really just go in there <laughs> giving them three nominations, being like, hey. Yeah. I here's the thing. I want Barbie to sweep. Like everything, everywhere, all at once did. Do Ooh. I think it will? Absolutely not. I don't think it will, unfortunately. But yeah, oh, it, it's. It'd be great if it did. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd feel for some certain categories, but I'd, I'd be happy nonetheless because Barbie got its platform. Like Barbie, it's... Barbie spoke to many. Mm. 
including, and I, I hope, yeah, it reached a lot of men. I, I hope so too. You know, I. Also, I will say yeah. this is not just about cisgendered women as well. Mm. They definitely this experience in all, like especially when they get to the real world, not just in Barbie Land. When they get to the real world, they really build off like you could be any kind of woman experiences. Yeah, yeah, they do, they do. Because they... everyone can get catcalled. Yeah, not yeah. just cisgendered women. Yeah, and it's I I think that and that's probably the scariest. Yeah, yeah, and I I think that's the realism of of the movie kind of blended with, uh, I mean, it, the whole movie kind of stepping in and out of magical realism is I think where it really benefits if you look at just all the movies that came out this year not yeah. just big front runners like Oppenheimer or Killers of the Flower Moon like I just I don't think there's a movie that obtains the vibe and the the genre that Barbie did Barbie did and it just I, I do hope it, it makes it makes so much of an impact on the award stage but I do too but do I, don't I think know. it will ironically I think unfortunately I think the best chance they have at winning a category might be Ryan Gosling as Ken, as a supporting actor. Yeah. Isn't, isn't that upsetting? <laughs> uh, say no, that or maybe, no. Maybe original because song? Hmm? I'm, I'm fully holding out for America Ferrer to get Best Supporting Actress. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. that, oh my God, that scene makes me so emotional. Like, yeah. Yes, I think the number one scene that makes me emotional, if that is one of your questions, because I don't know, you didn't send me the questions. <laughs> but I think besides the one where, first of all, Greta Gerwig is such a genius, because she is, yeah. to that whole production crew to be like, send us a video of someone in your life, a woman in your life, that has made such an impact. Oh, that montage. That montage. Well, besides that, mm. no, I would say right next to it, adjacent to that, mm. like they would be holding hands, these two moments. America Ferrera's speech. Like, just please, for the love of God, I hope she gets nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. yeah. Because she deserves it. Like, that nomination is so, like... The, her role is so pivotal. And if yeah. she does not get the respect she deserves, <laughs> you will feel my wrath. <laughs> All of you. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, going going from from start to finish, uh, you know, where where would you say is the emotional crux of the movie like the climax yeah like because there's so many moments that could hold that i really like really mm. like this part of the movie made me probably like the most like damn mm. but definitely when barbie land turned into Kim land i would really? say it's probably yeah. like especially mm. when she like she's not strong and she breaks down and she's like kicking and throwing a tantrum yeah. like a toddler. Yeah. I would say that's probably the climax. Man, I, I just, this, this movie, I. This movie is, <laughs> it's like an onion. There's so many layers. <laughs> because that's so real. You don't even yeah. have to be a woman to experience that. Yeah, to like no. feel fully betrayed and snubbed. Yeah. Of like something that you've kind of been the foundation of. Yeah. And I, I think it's interesting the, the guys that choose to, identify with you know ken's emotions at that moment because i just can't imagine (laughs) identifying with ken's emotions at that moment no for real because i i've never experienced uh marginalization like that in my entire life so how, how am i supposed to relate to ken like i relate to ken only in the way that i'm a man and he is a man that's well i'm a man he represents a man like there you go that's that's he he that's we do we not have genitalia. That's true. They, I do not have a vagina. The, he does not have a penis. <laughs> I, I have all the genitalia. That's such a good moment. I, I love that initial skating scene. I, I just... the Why are people... At, I feel very... Like, <laughs> like with no undertone of violence. I have a very much undertone of violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that part. That part. That part really, really, really got to me a little bit. I... I don't know. I'm gonna so, grab a cookie. I'm so sorry. No, when I said dead. I didn't want one, but I do. <laughs> I spent my hard-earned money. <laughs> Someone asked you a very straightforward question. Yeah. What was is the cookie good? It was. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Uh, what is Barbie Land? Because like, is what it, is Barbie Land? <laughs> it's both. I think it's a place of dreams. 
of people who cape up me. Mm. And it's just the overall pace of dreams where dreams come true and where feminism runs the world. Mm. And I think that that should be our world. Oh. I mean, fair. Fair. I, I don't know. know. I, I, my world is just a figment of my imagination. They actually went into, they cut my head open and looked inside my brain. <laughs> and that was And Barbie Lynn was there. <laughs> and then Gregor was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, if anyone is going to make uh, this movie like Greta Gerwig did no one else could have I, I don't think so honestly I, I i think about you know even the more talented female directors working right now and i just i cannot imagine someone else nailing it the way that she does like a hammer to a nail yeah nail like, girl. <laughs> she i don't know i kind of felt like she stifled her style just a little bit um to kind of incorporate the commercialization oh, of barbie, barbie. but I'm, yeah as soon as those emotional moments started just glittering in yeah, I just I, I lost it because there she is. I'm gonna say, say this along with, like, this is like a great, like I guess presentation of like where commercialization kind of meets like good plot. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like the only <laughs> <laughs> show you all my cards. Did you guys know I was a little homosexual that grew up in the South, <laughs> and I had to watch. Okay, so the other only other show that like media i really think represented that off mm-hmm. the top of my head yeah probably was my little pony hmm. i watched my little pony a lot as a kid all nine seasons i never did enlighten me <laughs> it's just it's about the power of friendship but mm. it was it's a very female focused cast mm. woman damn my bad but like it was it was a very <laughs> we'll, like we'll strike that <laughs> no it's okay it's no nice. we're not gonna strike that <laughs> Oh, okay, so you're just going to catch me. Okay, cool. Catch me now by Olivia Rodrigo. No, can't catch me now. Whatever. They caught me, girl. They got me. Um, One way or another, we're going to find a way to talk about games. Always and forever. At any point. any point. Favorite cinematic universe. Mm. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else you want to get into about Barbie? I don't know. I feel like we, I feel I like will we, say, we covered a lot of bases. Hold on. on. Yeah. Oh, oh. The fashion. Top yeah. fucking wow. tier. Co- you know what? That's an Oscar I didn't even think about. Cost- no, costuming? costuming? They're definitely winning that mm. because they absolutely... The best scene, that's the scene that probably sticks out to me the most, is when he's sort of like, you can't take yeah, your Amsterdam <laughs> pajama jam and Amsterdam yeah. set. No! And then it's like the... These are fucking archival. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I do like that in, in that, you know, I think it's such a phenomenon that this was such a wildly successful movie because, I mean, Barbie's famous, but I don't know. A I, movie? I mean, a movie about Barbie making a billion dollars was, I didn't think Barbie was that famous. Like I did. You it's, did. It's definitely one of the, they kind of made a, they, they definitely, ooh. ooh. I'm not going to say excuse me because I would set myself up for failure if I okay. said that. So pardon. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. But go on. <laughs> I would say that. Um, oh, I lost it. <laughs> I decided to be an asshole and I lost it. About Barbie. Commercialization. Commercialization. A brand. Oh, okay. There it is. <laughs> they kind of nodded to it whenever Ken started taking over. Yeah, with yeah. like the Mojo Dojo Casa House. It was like it's number one selling off the shelves. Mm-hmm. It's the number one tattoo in the world. Like Barbie must be one of the number one tattoos in the world. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, girl. Anyways, <laughs> like I would, I would think she's that popular. Yeah. Absolutely. Even like if you didn't. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I think <laughs> Bla- I th- Blakely, please. Blakely, are you disagreeing with my points? He said, talk your shit. Go talk ahead. your shit, queen. He said, talk your shit. <laughs> okay, I will. But, like, definitely, for sure. Like, even mm. if you didn't play with Barbies, there were knockoff Barbies. There were Barbies that you, people you knew who played with Barbies. You know who Barbie was. Barbie-inspired stuff, too, yeah. Just, Barbie is Barbie. Yeah. She's a staple, probably not only in the toy community, but... Uh, probably not, yeah. Media in the too. world. In I mean, the world. In media. I mean, if you asked my sister what her... Her favorite childhood movie is she's probably gonna say Barbie and the Nutcracker. I mean, she she goes watch that when I go home. Christmas. She goes buck wild for that movie. <laughs> she loves it. Barbie Princess Charm School kind of snapped. Mm, mm. I don't she, know. That might be a hot take. I don't know. The, Nutcracker was the only one that stuck with me because she watched it in such a 
enormous volume, <laughs> but but she she had all the rest of them on DVD too. Like it, it it's everywhere. <laughs> I love <it>. mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think uh, that right that does it for do the it. second yeah. episode. That, that does it. That the does the it. the trilogy of Spencer, the Spencer the trilogy. trilogy, the Spencer trilogy. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. As always, thank you to everyone for tuning in on Spotify. Thank you to Spencer for joining me this week. I'll be back next week. We dug into Barbara's movie, so happy. Barbara! We we just tore it apart in such a good way. Love it. Not Streisand. No, not not Streisand. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it didn't flop. It didn't flop. I giggled. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, please, if you can, leave the podcast a star rating on Spotify. Write a small review. I'm always looking for new voices to add to the episodes, new ideas to dig into. You can always find me on Letterboxd as J.M. Chang and on Twitter as at Expeditions in Pod. Next week, uh, we're going to uh, take a look at one of our favorite icons. Together, uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Are we just doing movies? or we do t- I only really know about her movies. I never I, really uh, watched White Lotus. Let's just do movies. Cause okay. I, yeah, I, I have three movies in mind. Okay. That okay. we could really talk about. I feel like three is a good... I think so. Yes, let's. Okay, I'm gonna tease we'll, it. We'll, I'm oh, gonna tease okay. it. Okay, yeah. Cinderella story from 2004. Well, of course, yeah. Uh, of course, legally blonde. I mean, yes, of course, of course. And then I would probably say, oh, there's one more. Mm. Do you want me to look up her, her filmography? Let, let's quick? look at her filmography. Yeah. I want to say <laughs> legally blonde too, but like that's just like then I'd just be talking about. I feel two like movies. we're double dipping a little bit on that one. I don't know. It's like someone took the black bean salsa, bit a chip, and then said dip. Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see uh, her top ones: uh, Legally Blonde, yes; Cinderella Story, yes. She was in. She was in Click. I don't know. She's in what Click. That is. Promising Young Woman. She was in Zoolander. She was in Austin Powers, Series of Unfortunate Events, American Pie. She was in Robots. She was Aunt Fanny. <laughs> I feel like we should honestly just talk about those two. I feel like those are. Cinderella Story and Legally Blonde? Yes. I'm fine with that. Yeah. And then Legally Blonde will touch on the sequel as well. Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> one of the best, the, one of the most iconic lines ever comes from the second movie. So That's true. I haven't watched Legally Blonde 2 in... Oh, I thought you were just going to say in general. I'd be like, oh, oh no. I've, what I've if I hit you right here right now? <laughs> oh, Break okay. this glass of water over your head. <laughs> I watched it like a decade, though. It's, it's been a, a it's, long it's, it's time. A movie. I rewatched it recently. Mm-hmm. Mm. So yeah, we'll be we'll be on to talk about those two movies next week. Two and a half, um, two and a half. Two and a half movies next week. Yeah. Thank you again, everyone, for joining. We'll see you next week. Oh wait, wait, wait! Sorry, my socials. Oh, oh, oh yes, please plug yourself. Plug yourself. Okay, it's gonna be the same one as last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Eros Effect E R O S E F F E C T. I don't really have a Twitter, so don't find my Twitter. Um, oh, you have Twitter. Not a personal one. It's a K-pop stand account. I don't think y'all want to follow that. <laughs> okay. It's me barking at me. Well, hey, oh. you guys did. You guys did, in fact, tune in last week for that. Mm, mm. Well, not for that. But Shout out to Unblessed. Mm. And Tim Claflin uh, and yeah, Jack Quaid mm-hmm. and Josh Hutcherson. I don't think I barked at Josh. Hey, Josh Hutcherson, this one's for you. Oh. <laughs> real. Real. So anyways... <laughs> Um, no, but don't find my stand account. That's weird. Mm. Um, do, no. Honestly, it's just Instagram. Yeah. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. I'm just a simple woman. Mm. I'm a simple guy. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.